Hello there, and welcome to this mini pod, Forecast Awesome, here at the Fairy Tale Studio, where celebrating is what we do best. Here is your host and new best friend, Tracy L. Schreiber. Hello, and welcome to the Forecast Awesome mini pod. We are so excited to celebrate today. And in studio, I have with me my bestie for life, Beverly Carter. Hi! Oh my gosh. Uh, Beverly and I are going to give you a little backstory, but today we're going to talk about actually an epic event in history, and we got to be a part of it, and we just really got to be used by God in this situation to to help people in a crisis. So anyway, uh, Beverly's going to give a little backstory on our friendship. Yeah, so Tracy and I have known each other a couple of decades. <laughs> Even though we're not old enough to know each other this long. Do not say that. <laughs> It's so funny because our children were in children's choir together. And uh, her son is best friends with my son. Her daughter was best friends with my daughter. I always tell everybody, we had no choice. We had to be best friends. <laughs> okay, but listen. I picked Beverly out to be my bestie for life, like right on the spot. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's like a cheerleader energy. And she's so pretty and she's so nice. And... Beverly is one of those friends who are like, hey, I want to go get 20 French doors from Habitat Restore. And she's like, hang on, let me rent a trailer. Like, <laughs> we are good partners in crime. We are good partners in crime. And it's like, yeah, she's my Thelma to my Louise or my Louise to my Thelma or Luthy to, Luthy to Ethel. Luthy to Ethel. Or Ethel to Luthy. <laughs> so anyway, that's my friend Ben. <laughs> Okay, so we want to talk about actually the event. It was 2005. Mm -hmm. August 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, and it very quickly became a very ugly situation over there. And uh, so they, the government had the plan to bring them to Houston. And so um, it was the right place to bring them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was. Houston with the get her done spirit yes, here yes, so absolutely um so my evening started out um it was like 11 or 12 o'clock at night and uh I, I think it was raining here all I know is that on the news they were saying we need volunteers and it's back when I actually watched the news and so I was like I'm going and I started putting on my shoes because well if you saw my DNA under a microscope it would spell out first responder yeah it would that's like my thing and my husband was like don't go and I was like I won't but I kept putting on my shoes and out the door I went (laughs) and so anyway they put me on lost children detail and uh very quickly I just saw okay this we need help and they said they had told us at one point in the evening or the middle of the night or early morning that 200 children were coming that had no parents and, uh, or they had got separated from their parents. They had got separated. Yes. Yeah, actually had exactly. That was probably more the case than anything, but, um, about five of us volunteers got together and we got in a circle and prayed and we just asked the Lord to help us accommodate that. And when we finished praying, I thought, yeah, 
I know who I'm calling. So, Beverly, you can take it from there. So, 4 o'clock in the morning on Friday, Tracy calls me, and I told her, I said, you know, there are very few people that I answer the phone for at 4 o'clock in the morning, but you happen to be one of them. And I'm just obnoxious <laughs> enough to call at 4 in the morning. I don't and, see a problem. Yes. And she knew exactly what to say, because she said, Beverly, there's kids coming, and they need mamas to take care of them. And I'm like, well, I have a PhD in mama. So. She does have a PhD in mama. That is for sure. <laughs> and so, yep, got myself up out of bed and headed down to the Reliance Center and just joined that group of five. And we just began brainstorming. What do we need to do to take care of these kids? And it was really very much, if it was my kids, what would they need? Yes. And everything just stemmed from that. And so very quickly, we commandeered a couple of bathrooms, a girls and boys bathroom and set up makeshift barriers so that it would be children only in those bathrooms. And we went to the donation center because even when I got there five o'clock in the morning, the docks were full of donations. Houston really just immediately bringing stuff to help. I mean, at I've never been so proud of my city than I was in that moment. And so we were able to dig through those donations and pull out anything that we could use for kids, toys and clothes and diapers. There was already diapers in the donation center. And so, and we got the Play-Doh, which stayed for just a very short time. And then we got rid of it because moms know. (laughs) Play-Doh must go. No matter where you are, it don't belong anywhere. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and just started taking in kids. And and this and actually, is... actually, I'll interrupt right here. Mm-hmm. Actually, it went from those children that were on that bus, um, they actually just kept on going and took them to a facility in San Antonio, I believe. So we didn't have the same uh, situation we thought we were going to have, but... But we had this, we had the area set up. We had the signs up. up. We had the toys out. We were ready for kids. And so, and it really was to help the parents. Yeah, yeah. So we watched the the kid the the families come in, and it's the family group, and they're bedraggled, and they've been through floodwaters, and they've been through the trauma, you know, at the Superdome, and and they're carrying all of their possessions, everything that they could rescue in their arms with their kids and their stuff, and we're like, okay, parents need to be able to take care of parents before they can take care of their kids. Absolutely. And so we just went out. I remember going through the cots because we had rows and rows and rows of army cots set up for people to, to rest on. And I remember going out through the cots and finding the families and saying, listen, if you want to bring your kids to the children's area, you can leave them there safely and you can go take a shower or you can go stand in line at FEMA or at the Salvation Army. You can take care of all the business that you need to take care of and know that your children are safe over here in the children's area. And so that's how we started taking care of children. And very quickly, God showed that he had already set up provisions for us because we had people showing up to us saying, what do you need? What do you need? And one of them was the police department. Very quickly, the uh, uh, police department wasn't even a Houston police department. It's a little town right outside of Houston. And they set it up so that anybody coming in to volunteer in the children's area went through a separate application with a background check because we live in the day and age of predators and so we made sure that everybody that was volunteering in that, that was area such a blessing. was cleared cleared by the police department before they could come in and so it was, it was just a blessing and it and 
And actually, from my from my kid's school, um, one of uh, the parents was a fire marshal. He shows up and he was like, what can I do? What do you need? Mm-hmm. And so it was incredible. We had a lady show up and she was like, I can't stay. I have littles. I can't stay, but I'm part of a large mommy and me group. And whatever you need, whatever crap you need, I'll be your queen of crap. And she gave me her phone numbers, like, whatever you need, call me. So we we actually did. We took advantage of her. She was definitely came through for us. But every step of the way, it was like God said, I have already set aside all these provisions. And oh it just felt goodness. like every one of our prayers was like filling out a requisition form because we would pray and it would happen. You know, I told you in that very, the very first time we went to the donation center, we found diapers. But guess what we didn't find? diaper wipes and mamas know you cannot change a diaper without a diaper wipe i don't care how many clean diapers you have yes you need the diaper wipe i was like tracy we gotta pray and so we grabbed hands and prayed for diaper wipes and literally turn around and somebody's walking towards us with a case of diaper wipes and that's how quickly our prayers got answered the the formula because that was we had a baby come in and and the mom was like my baby is allergic to cow's milk cannot have regular formula. Do you have soy formula? And I was like, not yet. (laughs) Tracy, we need to pray. And so Tracy and I prayed and literally you turn around and somebody's walking. I didn't have to go to the donation center. I didn't have to Mm -mm. call the queen of crap. I literally turned around and somebody's walking towards me with a case of soy formula. And that's how quickly our prayers were met. And we had everything we need. We never ran out. Our supply was more than we needed. Yes. What about the, you were saying about the, what she brought you. Oh, yeah. We were watching the families, you know, and they're struggling and, and, you know, they're living on these cots and they have all of their possessions with them. So everywhere they went, they're taking everything with them because there was, you know, Unfortunately, even in a crisis situation, people are stealing things. And so they would keep it all together. I was like, these parents need a stroller. They need to be able to, to contain the two-year-old, yes. you know, to be yes. honest. So Strike I called, them in. Yeah. <laughs> I called the queen of crap. I, quit, I called her. I said, listen, I don't know how you're going to do it, but we need strollers. And she goes, what kind? I go, it doesn't matter. Whatever you can come up with, Whatever. we will put to work. And so she goes, okay, I'm on it. And when I got off the phone, I remember thinking, well, she might can find us a couple. Maybe we'll do like a, a loan program and, and people can borrow it for a little do while. The best, Joe, yes, do can. the best that we can. But, <laughs> but God had a different plan. And she shows up the next day with 15 strollers. And every day she showed up with more strollers. I don't know the final count of how many strollers we right. gave away. Right. But we were constantly giving away strollers. We didn't have to loan them out. Every time we needed them, they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> they showed yeah. up for more to give away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was absolutely incredible. And so I, the thing about this, this time and space, I feel like God already had it all mapped out. Yep. He was ready for it. And he literally just shined his love and provision through, he loved the people of New Orleans. He loved them so much that he had already set them up to come to Houston. He knew that we would be there to take care of them. He knew that he already had the provisions waiting for them. And he brought them to bless them. And And we were just fortunate enough, blessed enough to be the conduits, to be the ones that said, love you. I'm so glad that you're okay. 
you know, what can I pray with you for? Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, it was amazing miracle working time. You know, I, I often had before then thought, what was it like to be in Bible times when they were at the, the Red Sea and it parted and they walked across on dry land? What an amazing thing to live in the time of miracles. And then God brought me to the Reliance Center. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you want to see what it's like? Let me show you. you Let me miracle. show you what it's like. So, I mean, just an amazing, amazing time. And um, it was funny because when we got there, I got there on a Friday morning, early, early. And we were there all weekend, early, come in early, stay really late. And then on Sunday afternoon. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Monday, Monday. We had a lady who had been helping us set everything up. She was a daycare. Yeah, she um, went to school for She it. went to school for How running daycares. Right. God. I don't even know. Yeah, God just had her there waiting for us already. But she had to go. She had to go back to work. And then when she said that, this lady had to go, and this lady had to go, and this lady. Get... And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Y'all all go back to work. Who's going to run the daycare? Okay. So, <laughs> so on that question, on that note, we are going to wrap up for today because I like a good cliffhanger. What about you? <laughs> right? So next, next time, week you tune in and you hear the fleece that I laid out before God. Absolutely. That got me from Sunday afternoon to Monday morning. Yes. <laughs> so we will see you next week right here. And until then, my sweet bestie, blessings and awesomeness to you and yours. And thank you for joining us for Cast Awesome.